Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Def Leppard off their uh, album from 1981, High and Dry. Today is the 30th anniversary of the release of their fifth album. Came out in 1992, Adrenalize, featuring such songs as Let's Get Rocked, Have You Ever Needed Someone So Bad, I Want to Touch You. I could tell you a lot about that album, just like I could about most Def Leppard albums. Anyway, it's a side note. Maybe when I retire, I'll do a Def Leppard podcast. That'd be popular, wouldn't it? The U of A Golden Bears have beaten Acadia 7-0. So they move on at Nationals to a semifinal on Saturday against St. FX. In the NHL, it is the Leafs leading the Jets 5-3 with three and a half minutes left. The Flames and Kings are underway, scoreless 15 minutes in. Also no score, Sharks and Avalanche late in the first. In the second period, Pittsburgh leads Minnesota 3-1. Late in the third, Hurricanes still up 3-0 on Montreal. Panthers up 4-0 on the Blackhawks. And about uh, four, uh, pardon me, about six minutes into the third, the Bruins taking it to the Devils. It is 8-1 for Boston. The Islanders beat the Blue Jackets 5-2. Matt Barzell gets his... 13th of the season. Oilers and Blues tomorrow. Furnace Family Oilers Hockey starts at 5.30 with the face-off show. The game is at 7. Oilers defenseman Brett Kulak will uh, be on before 8 o'clock tonight. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Yeah, I was doing that World Cup draw. <laughs> it's so you, you just click it and it just does it for you. I tweeted out the link. I, the latest group I have Canada in, Portugal, Switzerland, and Japan. Group C. We'll see what actually happens tomorrow. The draw is going to be at 10 o'clock. Hey, this is pretty exciting. We're getting ready for another Edmonton Stingers season, and the president of the team is Reed Clark. Reed, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good, Reed. Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks uh... for checking in. Thanks for checking in. Uh, I I know it's exciting that you guys are are getting... First of all, weren't you just playing in... uh, You're going to have to help me out here. There was some sort of an international event that the Stingers were in. Is that still going on, or is it wrapped up? No, it's all wrapped up now. Um, yeah, 100% people are asking me, like, hey, the season starts in May, Reed. What do you mean? I just saw you guys playing a few weeks ago. Um, so because we won the championship last year, so we were the Canadian champions of the Canadian League Basketball League, um, we get to play a Champions League kind of tournament against the best teams in South America and Central America, and now, we're, now Canada is represented. So we're playing the top teams in Puerto Rico and Nicaragua. That was our group stage. So we had to play in Calgary because our arena is getting renovated right now, but it'll be ready in time for our season. Um, and we won both those games. So we finished the pool. We're all tied three and three, three wins, three losses. Um, but because of point differential of FIBA, we don't qualify for the next round. The other two teams do because 
we lost one game by a lot of points. It's not really our, our best squad or everyone at back who we should have had there. Um, so that's that's how that goes down. But, yeah, we just did play in Calgary. And, and uh, you know, surprisingly enough, an Edmonton team in Calgary is actually represented well. The fans, uh, the fans were there. They were cheering for us. They liked it. So uh, it all worked out. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, we're not moving on to the next round. But it is always next year for that. Not a big fan of point differential especially in basketball but i guess you got to break the tie somehow so okay well still cool you guys got to represent uh in that tournament for sure so what what are we talking about here how close are we to the to the season opener what are you guys doing for tickets yeah so we're, we're less than two months away now uh our season opener is friday may 27th um, and today is a big day for us because we just released all of our single tickets. So you could buy seasons and a couple flex packs. Uh, but now we're open for sale on everything. We've got single game tickets available. Um, you can get them from our site, the singers.ca uh, on Ticketmaster. Um, and then we've got a few flex pack options available. So really excited for this season. You know, we've already seen kind of uh, the turnout from the season tickets. Read that that's already, you know, more than doubled what we had last year. So we're seeing a really good fan base coming back. People are pumped for the season. Um, and we're just trying to do everything we can. I mean, since I've kind of started in this role, really trying to work on the fan experience, right? Um, for me, just being a local guy, going to all the games, I, I always knew the Stingers had the best atmosphere i think in edmonton for pro sports it's loud it's engaging there's things going on all the time and i just want to take that to another level so i i'm doubling if not tripling the fan engagement we're, we're giving out more stuff than I, I don't even know what we're going to do with to be honest with you um but we're getting t-shirt toss we're doing beef jerky toss we're doing a whole bunch of things uh on here so there's 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 a lot going on and uh starting to see the excitement coming in all right, what's going on? And I know you and I talked about him before, and he's been on the show, uh, MVP of the CEBL, awesome yeah. player, Xavier Moon. I mean, this is one of those things that you, you, you want him to have other opportunities, but you also you also want him on your team. What's <laughs> happening with Moon? Yeah, you know, exactly. So um, right now with Moon, I, I don't – so he has a contract in front of him. Um, he obviously hasn't signed it yet, but he hasn't told us no, even though he did just sign a deal with the LA Clippers at NBA over the weekend. Um, so I, I mean, the chance I'm saying there's a chance, right? There's a chance he's coming back until I hear no from him or his agent. Uh, I'm saying there's a chance, but, uh, you know, if he doesn't, we wish him nothing but the best. It only gives more credibility for the league that the best player in the league is, is going to end up in the NBA, uh, with a great franchise and a team like the Clippers. Right. Um, but I will tell fans this, that if he doesn't come back and play, we are going to bring him back, uh, you know, for that home opener. It's a chance for us to celebrate our, our two championships because we haven't really had a, a decent chance to do that with, with COVID and everything going on. So uh, Banner Night, we just got our rings, uh, came in. They look, they look unbelievable. So we will bring him there in person, and he'll be there to meet the fans and, and do all that kind of engagement if, uh, if he's not on the court. All right, so it's now uh, the Hive Arena at the Edmonton Expo Center. Tell me about the Renos. I, I don't know too much about that. What's going on? Uh, yeah, you know, the city's putting in uh, quite a bit of money into um, into Haldi, the arena, which we're kind of calling the Hive, and we're really trying to go with that that kind of branding on it. But, um, yeah, I mean, what they've done this year, I don't know if a typical fan is going to see a lot of that. Um, they're going to put in brand-new seats. 
which which is going to look really phenomenal. They're going to put a, a few new hospitality suites in there as well. Um, but they they took out the ice plant, so there's no more hockey. This can be kind of a basketball focused arena, um, and they also want to focus on at mid level concerts and grads and other events. And they got volleyball coming in there, but uh, they're just trying to make you know the expo something that's used all the time and really sports focused and you know hey to make like a basketball specific uh, arena i don't think there's another one in, in canada to be honest with you so we're all for that that's going to feel more like a, a field house style brings it brings people closer uh to the game we're doing a couple rows of court side now which we weren't able to do before uh which is great so um you'll see you'll see some of it come in but uh yeah all of it won't be for probably another season or so Okay, and I, I, I probably asked you this the last time you were on, but how many teams are we up to in the league, and how is the schedule going to work? Yeah, so we're going to be up to 10 teams uh, in the CBL this year, so we're growing from 7 to 10. Uh, we're adding a team in Montreal. We're adding a team in St. John's, Newfoundland, and then we added a team in Scarborough, Ontario, just outside Toronto. Uh, and that one is actually uh, owned by, by Drake and his company, OVO. So that's kind of a nice addition to have as an ownership group. Um, so basically the schedule is going to be, it's, uh, it's a home and away for every team, uh, 20 games total, 10 home games. We start on, the, on May 27th. Our last regular season game is going to be on July 27th. So we got, we got a lot packed into two months. Uh, and then there's a potential for a playoff game. And then the top four teams go to Ottawa this year. And that's championship weekend. So what fans would have saw in Edmonton last year when we hosted it is now going to be in Ottawa. So uh, we're expecting to be there. Okay, and let people know how they can go snap up those tickets today if, or if they want to get them in a few days or whatever. Yeah, I would tell them to jump on them quick. Uh, like I said, we've, we've seen or, you know, double the interest that we had from last year. So the stingers.ca slash tickets, uh, you'll be able to see all your options there. And uh, go get them because it's going to be a fun season. It's a, it's a great brand of basketball. I haven't been able to go in person as much as uh, I would like, but I, I have been to games and obviously I've seen you guys win the championships on, on TV and online. And uh, I love the pace of the play. I love the, uh, I always forget the name of it, the end of the game scoring system. What's it called again? Elam ending, yeah. Target right. score. So every yeah. score, it ends on a made basket every game. Yeah, and plus, you know, you guys have won back-to-back titles, yeah. which, which always helps the interest 100%. as well. Yeah. Hey, Reed, thanks for doing this. We wish you all the best. And of course, we'll be having your coaches and your players on throughout the year as well. Yeah. And then let's get you to a game. We, uh, we actually might be starting a new uh, tradition here where we're doing the, the air, air siren crank, kind of like Vegas night. So if you want to be a part of that, happy to do it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, that's, uh, I'm a, I'm a little stunned. I would even be considered for that, but yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> you are. We'll talk to you uh, soon. Okay. Thanks so much. That is Reed Clark checking in uh, for the uh, Edmonton Stingers. He's the president of the team. I got to say, when when a new league pops up like that, I always hope they do well. I'm always fearful that they won't. I think the CEBL has done quite well. As he said, they're up to 10 teams. They started with six. Uh, they, they still were able to put on an abbreviated season in 2020, which, as you know, some leagues like the CFL weren't able to do. And the team in Edmonton has been really good. And, you know, they've had Xavier Moon. They've had the local guy, Jordan Baker, on the team. And they've won back-to-back titles. It's it's fun basketball. Uh, you know, they're calling it the Hive at the Edmonton Expo Center. Pretty cool place to watch as well. So I wish them all the best. And uh, we'll be following them once they get going. And, uh, yeah, check out their website for the single game tickets that are now available. It is 744. 
I can tell you, I just want to double check here. Uh, no score after the first between the Kings and the Flames. Brett Kulak against the Flames uh, took a pretty big hit from Milan Lucic a few days ago. He's going to tell you about that and more when we get back. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Yeah, I've had a fun show. Rafi Torres checked in. We had Mooner from Bakersfield. Just had Reed Clark, president of the Edmonton Stinkers, on the show. Derek Van Deese talked about the Oilers and tomorrow's World Cup draw. 10 a.m. That starts. Uh, it's on TSN. If you are working during that time, I give you permission to just shut it down and watch the World Cup draw. Now, maybe some of you are working from home still. As, uh, as I do a lot of the time. So it might be easier just to have the TV on or, or check it out. But if you're at an office, you tell your boss, hey, I listened to Inside Sports last night. And Reed said, we got to shut it down to watch the World Cup draw. Your boss will be fine with it. Then if they're not, just have them call me. I'll, I'll smooth it over. It's all going to be fine. 780 that's actually, that's not my personal phone number, but they can, they can email me inside sports at 630ched.com. Or Chris, if you get any calls from people, people's bosses tomorrow, just create a log and I'll get back to them. I'm on it. Watch. Yeah. World Cup draw. You got to check that out. I mean, Canada hasn't been in one since 1986, <laughs> so you might as well watch it. Okay. Oilers had a meeting today in an optional skate. Uh, I got to have a quick sit down with defenseman Brett Kulak. Well, Brett, thanks for doing this. When you were traded here, you were asked a lot about the, the family angle, the coming home sort of angle. Now that it's been a few games, tell me how that's gone. And, you know, you said mom was going to make it to a game soon, hopefully. How's that all gone? Yeah, so my dad made it out to game one, and uh, my mom's in town now. So her and my dad will come tomorrow. And um, it's been a whirlwind, you know. It takes a couple days to let it sink in and, and to realize, like, I'm an Edmonton Oiler now, and that's team I grew up rooting for and they're my favorite team I idolize those guys and now to be to be a part of it is uh very special it's interesting you're playing in obviously a Canadian market with a lot of fan attention a lot of media attention but you just came from Montreal uh is there an initial <laughs> comparison or anything like that that you've noticed uh you know the I think there is some similarities for sure you know uh, any Canadian market is my third Canadian team now and the fan bases are they're tough to beat and uh you know like you talk about the media attention there's everyone's so involved and everyone loves their team and uh so it's it's nice to be a part of something like that where people so many people are so passionate about the team and you want the team to win and uh it, it just it's extra fire in the belly and make you work harder to get out there and play well and get the wins for them now having said that are there things you have to do to ever remove yourself from it or not read what people are saying about you or about the team is that also important yeah, I think so. I'm uh, for me. I don't. I'm not involved in any of the social media and stuff, so it's easy to not read anything unless I go really digging for it. And I know leading up to the trade deadline, when 
things are, I'm hearing different angles. I'm staying, I'm leaving, and all this stuff. I, uh, I'm hearing it from friends, and sometimes it's just tough to escape it, you know, especially with how the media is today and how, every, how involved everyone is. So, um, But I think uh, it's best not to read too much when things are going good and when things are not going so good. Uh, just just to enjoy the game and, and have fun doing what you're doing and, and put your best foot forward out there and, and do everything you can to win. So playing in Montreal, are you or did you become a French speaker? No, I, you know, I picked up a few of the basic words to, to be able to start a little conversation or have small talk with someone, but that's about it. Okay. Um, you guys played at uh, the overtime and shootout game against uh, Los Angeles, so I'll have some fun with you. Where, where would you put yourself in the shootout if it kept going? I think I'm... Uh what do we got? We got 18 skaters in the game. I'm a bottom five guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about, uh, how often did you have you played three on three? I, I don't think you were on last night, but uh, how often do you get into a three on three? And how do you find it? Uh, I didn't get out there yeah, last night, but, you know, the last couple of years I've been, I've been out there a little bit, and it's, it's a completely different game. It's, uh, there's so much room, but also... The, the other team, you know, it seems like once there's one breakdown, it's a breakdown the other way, and then it's a breakdown the other way, and there's just then you start exchanging scoring chances, but you can also go three minutes where no one even gets a shot on net because everyone's just playing cautious defensively and not letting anyone get by them. So it, it's like uh, it's really up and down that way. All right. Uh, one moment for you. I hope you don't mind me asking about this. Uh, Luch drilled you in the first period on Saturday. Well, tell, tell us about experiencing that hit in that environment. Oh, yeah, it's not the first time he's hit me, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you put a little extra into it. Maybe I, cause I took his old number from the from his Oiler days or what. But, yeah, you know, sometimes um, in that case, the puck was coming around the glass and you just, you're in that position, you know you're going to take the hit and that's just the way hockey is. But, yeah, you, you'd like to hope it's a smaller guy than Luch, but yeah, he got me, he got me good there. All right. Um, you know, but since then, obviously a couple wins, uh, closing in slowly on a playoff spot. I mean, I'm a guy, I look at the percentages and the standings every day. What about you? Uh, I, you know, I look at the standings. I don't, I don't look at probabilities or anything, but you definitely look at the standings and follow teams and when other teams are playing who you're in the race with, uh, you watch the scores and, and, uh, I like our positioning right now, and, you know, it's a good spot to be in. It's, it's, you're not comfortable knowing your spot's a guarantee, but you're, you're on your toes and you're starting to sharpen up and starting to play playoff hockey now, so you're ready to go when the, when the postseason comes. Okay, and I want to ask you this. Take me back if you can. I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. Favorite minor hockey moment? I don't know if there's a provincials or a big game or something like that. Yeah, we had a... A couple of years there was provincials. I remember one year I think it was, I think it was Adam hockey. So I was quite young. We had provincials in Barhead and we won, and then I had a peewee team where we went to the Alberta Winter Games and we ended up winning gold and double overtime there, and so that was a really special moment. And uh, yeah, those are two of the the ones that kind of highlight my really younger days. Yeah. That's awesome. I love you dropping in the small towns. People are going to appreciate that, too. Yeah. Uh, what's your draft story? Were you there? What, what was that like? 
Uh, my NHL draft? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't go. The draft was in Pittsburgh, and I had a good feeling I was going to get drafted. And um, so, you know, I didn't expect to be a first round. The first round happened the, the day before, and then the next day they start drafting early. And uh, so I got a call early in the morning, said you got selected by the Flames in the fourth round. And, and uh, you know, we were... I was expecting it, and I didn't know when I would get drafted, but I was kind of hoping and thought I had a good chance of getting drafted. So, um, And then we had uh, we had a huge barbecue and a party at the, at the farm, and tons of friends and family came out, and it was a very, very memorable day. Memorable day. <laughs> that is Stony Plains' Brett Kulak, now a member of your Edmonton Oilers, picked up his first point with the team last night. Oilers back at it tomorrow. They have won eight straight at home. The team record is nine St. Louis Blues in town. Speaking of local kids, I got to catch up with uh, Colton Pareko walking into the rink this morning, the St. Albert defenseman for the uh, St. Louis Blues. 5.30 face-off show, game at 7 here on 6.30, Chet, and of course, Stoffer will preview the game as well on his show, Oilers Now, from noon to 2. Just quickly, a couple things on the scoreboard here. Austin Matthews gets his 50th late in the third period for the Maple Leafs as they shoot down the Winnipeg Jets 7-3. The Canadians have lost 4-0 to the Hurricanes and the Kings and the Flames about to start the second period in Calgary. That game is scoreless. Okay, Dave Campbell's the producer of Inside Sports. He is off this week. Brendan Clack filling in. He did a great job. Chris Gardner, your studio producer this evening. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. Take care. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.